Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Beautiful people, happy, happy Sunday. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and it's one of those great Sundays. Uh, Happy to be here, happy to be alive and in the building. Uh, Before we even do our catch-up this week and bring on these great guests that we have, today is one of those CEO talk days. You know, the first Sunday of each month we have CEO talks. I got to talk to you about this huge event that we're having for the Create Your Life series. We are having our first live event on June 21st um, from 6 to 9 p.m. at WeWork Harlem, and that is at 8 West 126th Street. We have some amazing guests. So we have Evita Robinson, who's the CEO and founder of Nomadness Travel Tribe, Captain Hurley, General Counsel for MakerBot um, Industries 3D Printing Company, Chris Canty, NFL Super Bowl champion and ESPN analyst, uh, Jessica Castro, who's a professional dancer and also has her own uh, dance choreography for ladies uh, for empowerment called Lipstick Diaries. And then we also have Todd Wanish, who's the founder and CEO of Arting, which is a company that helps artists focus on the art side of the business while they take care of the business for you and make sure that your pieces sell. And he's also done work with Marvel and Cartoon Network. So our event is actually gearing up really great. Um, we It's an event for millennials, uh, professionals, and entrepreneurs who are looking to take their ambition and goals to the next level. And you're going to have the opportunity to actually have a sit down with these individual panelists after the Q&A and after I moderate the conversation to really get some more in-depth uh, knowledge from them about their journeys and what it is that it took for them to get to where they are, how they've uh, been able to maintain their ambition and actually rise to new levels. So if you're looking and you should be going to it, then I want you to go to cylseries.eventbrite.com and sign up. As of right now, we only have 48 tickets left and they are going fast. We started out with 120, so it is definitely um, winding down quickly. And also we have uh, free cupcakes by uh, Saver V, who is also, you know, one of our, our regulars here on the show on CEO Talks, um, and that's V Tabron. And we also have uh, beer and wine sponsors. So you can come, you know, get something uh, to please your palate, as well as get some information and, and some game to uh, take your ambitions to the next level. So definitely wanted to to plug the event and let you know that's again uh cylseries.eventbrite.com but june 21st from 6 to 9 p.m and then as far as catch-up goals ladies and gentlemen let me tell you let me tell you this week has been one that has been interesting my phone decided that it didn't want to work anymore and that meant that i was basically back to being a a teenager (laughs) where i didn't have a phone and it was it was interesting i lost a lot of uh good information and video footage from uh different uh speeches and things of that nature and some some good contacts actually too but it also gave me the time to reflect and also to understand that you know it's all right to unplug and to 
to just take time to yourself. And so I had the opportunity to become more focused and to do a little bit uh, more planning with actually with less distractions. So I felt really good about it. What's going on Facebook Live, fam? And so, you know, it was a, it was a learning experience. Definitely. I know now that I definitely need to back up everything. <laughs> but I also just had the opportunity to really keep pushing forward. And um, in terms of pushing forward, I also had the opportunity to really work on the new Create Your Life series logo. And when I'm talking about the new Create Your Life series logo and the way that things are looking and how we're pushing to the next level, I actually have the artist, the man behind the, uh, the vision uh, of making the vision come to fruition uh, with us right now. And that is none other than Mr. Donnie Rogers. Donnie, please say hello to the Create Your Life series, fam. Hello, fam. I'm Donnie Rogers, um, graphic designer, painter, um, a great big fan of the show, um, friends with Kevin Brown. Um, and it's great to be here. Yeah. So, Donnie, man, I want to say again, man, publicly, thank you so much, you know, for your, your hard work and, you know, those hours that you put in uh, working on the, the logo. And actually, you even did the flyer for the event right. for Ambition. You also, in addition to working with us, you do a lot of work with other, uh, you do book covers, you do all right. types of um, different types of art, man. Right. But you also have your own series called Thirsty Brushes. Can you tell us a little bit about Thirsty Brushes and what exactly that is? Yes. Uh, like Kevin said, I do all types of uh Media when it comes to when it comes to graphics, I um, I work full time in fashion doing graphics for uh, children's clothing. But what Kevin's uh, was telling you about, I, I created a um, a venue for a forum for people to come together and paint and drink wine. It's called Thirsty Brushes, and it's basically it's um, it's a painting class, acrylic painting class, where um, you come in and I teach you step by step of how to create your own painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of couples, uh, girls' night out. Um, I've been booked for birthday parties, so it's a it was really uh, it's a really fun class, fun and easy. Um, I get experienced painters of all levels, and also get um, people who never picked up a paintbrush before in their life, and they're able to follow along with my step by step instructions. And at the same time, you're enjoying your favorite um, beverage. So right, and you have some good music playing too, man. You yeah, had yeah, yeah. the yeah. ultimate playlist at that last one, dude. <laughs> oh and so, yeah. I try to get you out to see at your seat dancing and just, and just having an overall good time at my events. So. Yeah, I would definitely say that your your paint and sip event, Thirsty Brushes, is different from others mm-hmm. uh, in the fact that it's more of an experience in itself. Right. And so I can really appreciate that. And, you know, my other friends who have attended, who came with me, you know, they definitely, I could appreciate that too. So right. with Thirsty Brushes, man, you guys have some upcoming things, I think all for the month of June, right? What right. are those dates and, you know, where, how can people get locked in with uh, Thirsty Brushes? Okay, well, I'm on um, social media. At um, I'm on Instagram at Thirsty Brushes on Facebook at Thirsty Brushes and also my website Donnie Rogers Art um, on the menu just go to Thirsty Brushes you can see the upcoming classes um, register for classes um, right now I have locations in Brooklyn and Harlem um, on Friday June 9th I'll be at the Capitol Castle um, in Harlem um, I'm actually also taking it to Virginia also to Hampton yeah. So um, June 23rd, I'll be in Hampton, Virginia, um, mm-hmm. and then I'll be back. I'll be back in New York on um, June 28th at uh, Rocco's Tacos at Tequila Bar mm-hmm. um, in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn. Um, and then um, after that, in July, we have dates in July at other restaurants and venues. So pretty much all summer, I have different locations. I'm all around the city. Yeah, man. Um, 
Breaking is just very, very fun classes. I highly recommend you come out. It's like really, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, I recommend it as well. So beautiful people, you heard it here from the man first, Donnie Rogers, Thirsty Brushes, and also, you know, Create Your Life. And uh, we're going to cut to a quick musical break, and we'll be back to start that uh, conversation around CEO Talks. Beautiful people, we're back. You just had the opportunity to hear Kimbra with Call Me, and that's, you know, one of my jams right there. Uh, but again, today is one of those good Sundays where we get to do that CEO talk. So uh, we got Eric Fondren here. Eric, please say hello to the Create Your Life family. How's it going, Create Your Life family? This is Eric Fondren, CEO of Vitelio, and it's good to be back this uh, first Saturday, Sunday of uh, June. Yes, and you know we got the phenomenal Miss V, uh, Tabron. V, say hello to the Create Your Life family. Happy Sunday, Create Your Life family. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. You guys just give me instant smiles. So I'm excited about today. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, beautiful people, as you know, on the first Sunday when we do CEO Talks, V and Eric take over the conversation. I am no longer the host, but I will tell you what it is that we're talking about today. Eric actually poses questions. Matter of fact, Eric, let's listen. Yeah, let me get out the way. Let me get out the way. Let's get it started. So, V, you know, the last time we talked, we had a, a couple different topics, and I wanted to... Um, Basically, it's June now. The year yep. has gone by mm-hmm. so fast, super, so ridiculously mm-hmm. fast. So right. I think it'd be a good time to kind of take in um, a bit of a, a first two quarters review. Yeah. Look at the last, mm-hmm. um, you know, few months of the year and figure out what you've learned, what you've done right, what you've done wrong, and how we can pass those lessons on to the rest of the ecosystem of entrepreneurs out there. Yes, yes. And so, E, what, so we're covering uh, what you learned in the first two quarters and how you will make the rest of the year great, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay. So that's the topic. And the first question is, and it's good to just get the dirt out the way, right? <laughs> what right. is the biggest failure you've had in the first two uh, quarters of the year? Wow. And what are you going to take from that? And move into better space in the next two quarters of the, the last two quarters of the year. And the first thing I want to say is you need to send these questions in advance. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me like thinking here on the spot. No, like, no, uh, no, sir. This is, it's all organic. It's all oh, organic. Oh man, V, I'm gonna let you. You know, ladies first. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you hold that down. Um, actually, my answer is a little different because I had so many failures in 2016 that I didn't want to take into 2017. So mm-hmm. I wrote down a list of like. You know, we always have these lists of what we're about to do, all these fabulous to-do lists. I actually create a created a do-not-ever-do-this-again list. Oh, please. You got to go down the list. Give, give us a top three. <laughs> well, you know, since I'm in the cake business, I said that I would never put out any more sketchy images or images I just was not in love with surrounding food and dessert. So if I made, you know, a meal or something mm-hmm. and it didn't look exquisite, I didn't post it anymore because I realized it was affecting my sales, especially posting on Facebook and Instagram. And now that I've changed that, like, I can't even take any more orders this week right now for custom cake orders. So that changed my wow. life. So I put a list of things that we won't ever do again. <laughs> so you're talking about you know, the presentation of your brand to the public was so important that once you took the time to figure out what is it, what it was that you were actually displaying, it improved your bottom line tremendously. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. I mean, it's literally, it's been life changing just to 
put out new images and better images and to invest the time and the money into the look and the photography and the editing and all that made a major difference in the brand. Like, it's it's life-changing because it's like, you know, just like grandma's mac and cheese may be amazing, but it may not look that great. But if you <laughs> right. put it under a few lights and, you know, a little studio and it, it right. looks amazing. A white backdrop, we're good to go. How they can buy it. So right. that's that's been life changing for me. So what, um, that's something I did differently. Um, so my mistake was 2016 and this year we have just been manifesting super awesome things based on imagery. Well, I think that what you said, the way that you took that question and spent, it was very important to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. just saying, you know, coming at it from a positive perspective, I mm-hmm. thought that was real dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that being said, I'm going to have to revert back to um, my goals that I created for the year and saying that mm-hmm. our consistency was going to be one of the very uh, strong things that was going to uh, make 2017 different from 2016. Right. Going as micro as going down into, you know, how it is that I wake up in a day and mm-hmm. how I carry out mm-hmm. my routine. Um, so I'm still going like my biggest failure. I mean, I faced some obstacles in in understanding. I think now like the Create Your Life series, the team has grown. And, you know, mm-hmm. Eric, you and I have had this conversation, you know, where you have to understand. So you, I went from being a solopreneur right. to having an actual team. And so I wouldn't say that it was a failure, but I definitely faced some challenges in understanding and being able to right. communicate uh, effectively mm. to my team overall and making sure that everybody, that I'm setting everybody up um, to act in their purpose and in their, um, within their passion. Right. You know, right. so there were some challenges there, but. Actually, you know, I had to read and I had to have conversations in order to understand and to be able to to make a shift in myself in order to make things, mm. you know, make sure that my team doesn't fall apart or right. make sure that everybody's happy and that they can be consistent. And so I think that that was an area where a challenge was. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, even when we're talking about failure, I feel like failure, you can only fail at something when you actually quit. Right. right. Otherwise, you're I was thinking I should reframe the question. What's the what's some of the biggest obstacles you face? What are some of the biggest barriers and challenges you face? Mm -hmm. Because as entrepreneurs, I think the word failure for us holds no meaning. Nah, absolutely not. You got to be insane to do this. You know what I'm saying? You got to be insane to do this. So um, I think that was that was a challenge. Um, But Kev, I have a question for you, like even with growing your team and that learning curve, because some Mm -hmm. things we get caught up sometimes as entrepreneurs, like, okay, I can do this. I could get it done quickly. And then Mm -hmm. we get burnt out instead Mm -hmm. of delegating or scaling those activities. So how Mm -hmm. were you able to like plan and find people like this is a person I want to bring into my business? Like, what were you looking for when you were looking for someone that was kind of like you that would help grow your brand and your team? So... That's, I mean, I got, that's a loaded question because I could answer it in so many different ways. Right. I think that mm-hmm. attitude um, mm-hmm. matters a lot. Yep. I think also me understanding where I need somebody to come in at right. mattered. Right. That, that was the huge. Scope of the, of yeah. the role they're going to play. Scope of the role. So mm-hmm. I literally, you know, I created SOPs, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I and I saw the areas that we standard could... standard operating procedures. Yeah, standard operating. Thank you, Eric. Mm-hmm. And I created. <laughs> A lot of it goes into planning. I feel like one of the biggest things that's underrated in the CEO seat is planning and the amount of time that you spend just thinking about um, forecasting mm-hmm. what what could mm-hmm. happen, what this person does, et cetera, et cetera, and basically countering some of these things, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have mm-hmm. some contingency plans in order. But when you when you're expanding the team, you're definitely looking at I, I look at attitude, timeliness. 
um, you know, how does this person respond when things don't go their way? Um, and to be honest yeah. with you, I've been lucky to an extent. One, like Leah was a recommendation from her aunt was a guest on the show. Sharon Joseph, actually, who founded the first black owned, women owned bowling alley in the United States. That was Harlem Lanes here. Wow. And she oh, actually, you got to go back and listen to her episode. She yeah. raised $8.7 million in seed funding for that. that. Oh I mean, she's, she's like super yeah, phenomenal. Amazing. Um, phenomenal woman. And she, she was like, I think my niece would be a great asset to your team. And I said, you know, I met Leah before. And so Leah and I had a conversation. I told her exactly what her role mm-hmm. role would be if she mm-hmm. decided to join. She came in, scoped out the opportunity, and then she just, you know, decided. And then also people's schedules are going to change. So you have to be flexible. Right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes some of my staff can be in the studio. Sometimes they can't. So you have to be able to move around and then you have right. to understand, you know, are you paying these people? How much are you paying these people? Where, where would this really uh, rank on the priority list for that person? Right. And then you have to adjust to that. So that was big. You know, Joanna, I actually met her at an event and she and I got to talk and she said that she did social media. And I said, man, social media for my brand right, right. now is kind of trash. Media need. Yeah. Yep. And so I was like, you know, can you, uh, you know, would Come you be willing board. to take a look at it? Mm-hmm. And then she, she said, oh, well, you know, I told her more about the show, like was selling her on the show, like right there at the spot. And I was like, oh, you should come up to the studio <laughs> and check it out. <laughs> right. And so she right. came up and she had done some background research and then we just kept the conversation going. And, you know, luckily it's been great. I mean, you know, there's definitely times where you have to motivate and help people understand right. that this is bigger right. than even just me. Like, you know, there's a reason why this show is not called the Kevin Brown show. Right. It's called the Create Your Life series because it's not about me. Right. Right. It's, yeah. it's funny because um, that's actually one of the things that, uh, you know, I've, I learned a lot about hiring people in 2016. But as your company grows, as your mission changes, as mm-hmm. your focus uh, narrows, you ultimately have to convey that down to your troops as well. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, we have uh, for so for me, one of my biggest barriers for success this year yeah. is focusing on the gold and not the glitter. And what I mean by that yes. is that you can have different projects, different product lines, different things mm-hmm. that seem like they're going to make you money. But if they aren't, um, if they don't have the, the potential to be a rock star in the long run, right. then you should probably stop focusing on it. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. that'll come your way, especially when you're out there trying to push the envelope. And people will look at you like, wow, this is a vanguard. I want to follow him. But then they might pull mm-hmm. you off your trail. Right. So figuring out the focus that my what what I wanted my focus to be for the company yeah. allowed me to better communicate to my troops, yeah. which ultimately allowed them to have more ownership over helping the whole ship uh, stay on course. Mm. And so now I when I come it, in in the yeah. morning, um, my two developers are brainstorming about new stuff and then they come to me with ideas. You mm. know, they're they're proactive and motivated to do above and beyond what their product or their, their job description actually says. And so that's one I of the things that. that I've tried to, uh, uh, you know, implement in my my uh, current um, company and with my current employees. And it came out of a couple of um, a couple of uh, conferences that I did. So there's this organization called Venture Out. And they started out as an organization where they were going to take 
entrepreneurs overseas, bring them into the United States and teach them how to scale in the U.S. as a business. Mm. So they have strong connections in Paris and a few other different places. And so they had two conferences back to back. They literally do like 72 of these a year, maybe twice a, mm. a, a week. It's three wow. day conferences and it is super intense. You're like there all day long. Wow. They're put you in front of um, they had two topics this particular year that I, I uh dealt with there was retail and then there was marketing retail was mm-hmm. literally you're talking to macy's the stephen maddens of the world um oh wow uh, you're talking to uh birchbox mm-hmm. oh that was an amazing amazing sit down with birchbox this was like employee number 10 of the company they've been around for about 10 years and if you don't know about birchbox it was started by two harvard grad women they decided to upend the samples market when it came to cosmetics and makeup and uh, uh, skincare. So basically, you usually get samples for free. They were like, mm, let's just put five or six of these in a box and then ship it out for $10 a month. That way, mm-hmm. you, you simplify the process of experimenting and discovery. And mind you, they, they had their pitch down. You talk about marketing V, they had their pitch <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was it was it was all of this information about how to package the value proposition to your clientele. And that allowed me to figure out exactly where I wanted to take the company because I could I based on how I communicated the value of my company, it 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 showed me where I, we should be walking in terms of the next step, not just mm-hmm. six months down the line, but three years down the line. What's the, the mm-hmm. end game, the, the, uh, the, the, the supernatural endeavor that you're trying to, to attain? And so then right. once I had that, I took that to my team and they just latched onto it because it was something mm. it was a bigger vision mm-hmm. that was something we could all chase. You know, and so I guess that's something that I've learned this year is how to describe the vision mm-hmm. down the line mm-hmm. that is not tangible yet. Right. It's beyond what we what the, the foreseeable future. And so everybody right. needs to know that that's what we're chasing, though, so we can walk in that direction together. Mm-hmm. But I think one so, thing that we're not talking about or that is is important is you as well as I as well as V, because V, I know you're in conjunction with uh, another. You have a couple different companies. But you've also created a safe space for people to feel like they can communicate and bring their ideas to you. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. important to highlight because sometimes, you know, people are running a dictatorship at at their company. I mean, of course, the final word, you know, rests with the CEO, but you have to be open, you know, to ideas and different Mm -hmm. things from Mm -hmm. other people on the team so that they feel invested. That's definitely a cultural um, set. But you were going to say something, V? Well, I was saying, like, when we were talking about implementing ideas and that your team comes to you with brainstorming new ideas, how long do you try the idea out before you scrap it? You know, we're talking about Mm -hmm. glitter versus gold, and we want more of the gold, you know, like, if if it makes sense. Will this make sense six months from now? Is it generating anything? How long do you try these ideas out before you're like, no, this isn't working, and I scrap it? So I think there's um, two ways that you can look at – iterating your value proposition or iterating your product, right? So there's there's bringing in a whole new product line mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that in of itself needs to be, you, you shouldn't tackle that problem until you have a potential customer and a, uh, a mapped out idea of how much revenue you're going to get back from that 
investment because it's going to be a time and resource investment. And, and if you're not going to make exactly if you're not going to be able to make that and you can clearly delineate that you will chase this with sales. There are potential customers out there that mm -hmm. are already communicated to you that they want it. Mm -hmm. And so the investment is going to be worth it because, you know, there's going to be a bottom line uh, in, influence down down the road. So that's that's what I mean by like a, a new project. Uh, acquiring a new project. It. But when you're talking about your current product, mm -hmm. in order mm -hmm. to stay competitive, you have to consistently iterate and do A-B tests. And that is you being a thought leader. That is you knowing your industry, knowing your craft, and knowing where you can improve, you know, dust off the rough ends and and, mm -hmm. and, and, and be better than everybody else in what it is that that product or service provides to its end, uh, to the end customer. So, for us, we're a digital marketing company, right? We have a screen in right. market, mm -hmm. but our screen now has anonymous facial detection capabilities. So I can pick up age oh, and wow. gender in real time, serve an ad there. But that's actually fairly ubiquitous. The technology is like 15 years old, um, digital out of home, the screens in the back of taxi cabs, elevators, all these places. People are starting to implement that technology. So now what's the next step after that? Interactivity mm -hmm. without you having to touch my screen. So maybe gesture-based control, you move your head to make a selection. Maybe it's that's you amazing. smile and that shows me that you're engaging the platform and I, so I deliver you something in real time based on that engagement. Uh, maybe you see a crazy headline for news and it's upsetting. So you frown and then I deliver something based on that. Like, oh, I know news is ugly today. You want to uh, pick me up, go down the street, buy something. Right. And so there's uh -huh. all this real time information um, and the data play behind it. And that's really where um, when I said that we went through, I went through these conferences and got this kind of focus in terms of the product, mm -hmm. I really want to take the company more from a platform that interacts with the end customers to a machine learning system that allows, uh, that consistently iterates itself based on uh, the interactions of the customer. And so it's always about um, don't pick up new products, new projects, unless there's a very real uh, benefit for doing that. But when it comes mm -hmm. to your current product line, you have to stay ahead of the competition. So A-B test right. the hell out of everything. Okay. Eric, how do you stay abreast of all of these new changes within your industry? Like, what are oh some of those God. strategies? Like, what are you reading and <laughs> how, bro? Right. Like, I need to know. Listen, like, well, it... it in terms of um, what I'm reading, it's very, it, I wouldn't say, it's its niche to my industry, right? So I'm mm -hmm. on, um, uh, you know, some of the best websites, adweek.com, Digidaily. Um, I'll go to, there's Ad Club, which is a, a, an association. So we'll, I'll, I'll join that association, go to their events. I'll do these conferences that'll introduce me to people that I don't necessarily know or broaden my network um, by uh, the direct introduction because of the individual who's setting up the conference. So it's it's a definitely about being super involved in your industry through associations, through networking, and then just reading everything that comes out new. Now there's this whole thing about um, AI and bots. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of times you can be chatting a customer service thing, and that's a bot talking to you, not a real human. So that's right. something that we yeah. want to pick up on. But um, I can definitely go more in depth with this in a little bit. But real quick, we'll uh, hop off and, and do a break, right, Kev? Yeah, okay. Eric out here. Uh, I'm sending right, this to commercial break. Today? All right, beautiful people, we're going to cut to a quick musical break. Here's Fergie with Life Goes On. Talk to you soon. This is CEO Talks. 
Hi, I'm Diane. I have a daughter, Nikki, and she's a senior at high school. She just got accepted for early decision to college. Prior to taking Kevin's program, we were pretty overwhelmed because her college debt after her merit scholarships looks like it's going to be about $150,000 in four years. Feeling pretty overwhelmed about that $150,000 potential debt, I decided to enroll in Kevin's debt-free college academy full course program. And I have to say the value for the money uh, for what we got out of the program was absolutely amazing. Kevin takes you step by step with many, many different tips and many different strategies for not only the student, but for us as parents, for our student, things that we can do to really help save money and prepare. If you or your child are looking to save money on college costs, sign up for Debt Free College Academy today at DebtFreeCollegeAcademy.com using coupon code FREECOLLEGE. Before we got off, you know, Eric, you were telling us how you were staying, how you stay ahead, abreast, yep. uh, abreast of everything that's going on in your industry. Uh, care to elaborate anymore? Or? Yeah, I'm, um, basically, I think technology is... Um, Especially if you have a, a, a niche category in technology, it's sort of easy to stay abreast because it's always something new. You know, when Facebook does a huge conference, F8 comes around, that changes What's the F8? game. F8, so it's their their annual conference, similar to how um, Apple does their yearly conference where okay. they release their new products. Mm-hmm. Um, F, uh, F8 just occurred, and so this is where they just um, talked about their AR implementation. So, AR. Augmented reality. So basically, they're using the camera in your Facebook application, and they're able to overlay things similar how Snapchat does it. Okay. Um, Snapchat, however, has better technology because they bought a 3D facial modeling company for about 160 million um, a few years back. Um, so it's 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 easy because a lot of that is broadcasted to the public, and mm-hmm. then you know press picks up on it, and you just need to have the right newsletters and whatnot in order to stay abreast of the technology. How you're going to implement it in your own product is very specific and subjective and important based on how you're leading your company. But I'd love to ask V, yeah, you know, exactly. given so I have a, a more of a B two B, and it's a technology oriented company. You have a B two C company, and it's very much um, the bigger the brand. You know, the quality of product right. will speak for itself, but the bigger the brand, that's that's really important. How do you stay um, kind of ahead of the curve with, with that type of company? I make sure that I'm always following somebody who's doing really good. So you have all these amazing cake designers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like I'm known for cupcakes, but I've ventured into cake design recently, and it's been going phenomenally. So I'll look mm-hmm. at the best cake designer on Instagram, and I'll look at who they're following because obviously they're – following whoever they respect and I'll look at cake trends and I'll start implementing those type of things into my business, you know, being inspired without copying. I'm not going to make the same exact thing that you made, but I can see that people are liking this and I can implement it into my design. So that's how I stay ahead of the curve. I'm always ordering um, food magazines, Mm -hmm. knowing who the best chefs are in the city, going to the restaurants, introducing myself, writing blogs about it, Building relationships and partnerships is essential in my mm-hmm. business. So I make sure I stay ahead of the curve by knowing who I should know, people who are actually making decisions and being movers and shakers in my industry. So that's how um, I stay ahead. You know, um, now one thing I do, I'm actually responding to everyone who comments on the Instagram page because, you know, a cake is a cake is a cake mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. So now I'm like... You know, they're like, oh, that's a beautiful cake. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I hope you like it. And they're like excited. Oh, I have a, 
event coming in two months. Well, let me be your cake lady. Things like that. Right. Being mm-hmm. more involved mm-hmm. and engaged and caring and being present. Mm-hmm. Things like that has been really uh, changing the game for me, honestly, in, in my industry. When you're building a BDC company, um, the brand portion is so important and how people relate to your company. It's almost like mm-hmm. they're relating to another person. And if they right. can, if they feel like, you know, they can sit down and talk to your company as if it's a mm-hmm. friend in the room, mm-hmm. then they have so much more brand affinity and they, they end up being your biggest evangelists. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I did a, um, a birthday party for a six year old today. And now I know like, she said, well, I can't order cake from anybody else because my husband and my family, they won't allow me to anymore. So it's like, you <laughs> nice. know, you'll still have customers 10 years from now. That baby is going to have a birthday every wow. year. That right. husband's going to have a birthday every year. Right. And sometimes it's just I'll be on Facebook and the person just wants a response. That's genuinely they, they just say they want you to say hello to them or, mm-hmm. you know, respond to them. And as soon as you do, I'll see their name pop through the website and they'll order $100 mm-hmm. worth of cupcakes. So that connection nice. really makes a huge huge difference in my business because it's food and food is really intimate. You don't just eat anywhere and everything, you know, especially dessert and cake. People want good cake. People Mm kind of close their eyes when they taste it sometimes. So you're (laughs) building a real intimate partnership when you're talking about food. So that's been, I can't say enough how amazing that's been for me with Saber V. It's been like, oh my gosh, I should have started responding a long time ago. It's not because I didn't want to. It's like, I'm doing this and that. I'm like, oh, she just said the cake was nice. Okay. But that's a potential client there. So I've definitely been doing that. I'm responding to everybody now. Everybody could get the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny, V? The way um, my mind works in the business I'm in, you had mentioned how you will converse with someone on a social media channel and then track Mm -hmm. them to an actual purchase later on. And so obviously I'm in the marketing world and like the holy grail is being able to track the consumer throughout their Mm -hmm. entire purchasing decisions. And so what are some of the ways that you are maximizing your ability to attribute this in this initial relationship impression to a purchase later on? Um, I'm nurturing that. So like if I know you're hot, like you can tell you've been in business long enough, you know, if the customer is hot. I'll right. just randomly go like, you know, a couple pictures or something, and that turns into a transaction. The way I track that is through, you know, the website with WordPress, mm-hmm. Google Analytics, mm-hmm. Facebook Analytics, tracking my Facebook ads, looking at impressions. Like, I'm looking at all of those numbers. With MailChimp, I'm seeing who clicked on stuff, and then I'm doing a A-B campaign split, and then I'm, you know, the people who clicked versus the people who abandoned the cart. I'm sending mm-hmm. two separate emails so I can further target them because they're hot and they wanted to buy, but maybe somebody called while they were about to check out. Maybe the baby yelled and started crying. Like you're battling with all those different things, but you want to make sure that you get back in front of that customer. So I'm like, she was about to click. Oh, she was right there. Let me send this email. And then normally it turns into a conversion in the transaction. I'm super impressed with the, with, with the fact that you're doing all of this, you know, at the outset of your company, I know you've had a a ton of success over the recent years, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. people don't even touch technology until someone says, you're, you're going to lose unless you do. Yeah. Right? I mean, like millennials, we're running the culture and we're like, 
dead set on technology. So it's like mm-hmm. if you don't implement technology in your business, no matter what industry you're in, you're going to mm-hmm. be out of business in like a few short years. So I make it my business like if I don't understand something, I'll just sit there and read it. I'm a YouTube university diva. I will just like <laughs> sit there uh-huh. and, you know, if I don't understand it that way, it's because that guy doesn't have a good command of the information. He can't explain it simply enough, but there's somebody who's out there who can, and mm-hmm. I'm going to find them. So that's how I handle all those things. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So wow. it, switching gears a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about some of the, the biggest barriers of the year. Let's talk about some of the largest successes of the year and, and how we, what lessons we learned in order to get to that point, or what are some of the things that we're going to repeat in order to repeat that success? Go, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, one of, I think one of the, the successes I've attained this year, and it started out last year, was getting other people to work on the path of my company through just the belief in the fact that this company and this product is the right deal, right? So I brokered mm-hmm. either business development relationships, so there's back-end monetary incentives, there's um, uh, sometimes upfront monetary incentives, but on a very real basis, getting people to do things for your business, being evangelist for your business, just because they believe in it, just because they believe mm-hmm. in you. And I've been able to do that with a few different people, and they have literally introduced me to the C-suite of ridiculous types of companies they've opened doors to you know the ability to scale to tens of thousands of locations for us um and it's all because they believe in myself my team and vision and so those are i I think that um having confidence in what you're doing Mm -hmm. have being able to communicate that Mm -hmm. to anybody at a very basic uh visceral level and then um, developing a relationship with someone that over a long period of time, they can work on your behalf just because they believe in what it is you've told them. Yeah. I think you've done that yourself, right? Yeah. With your team. Uh, I mean, I've, done, <laughs> right. I've definitely done the same thing with the team. And I, I also have to say that uh, one of the bigger things that we came into 2017 wanting was just to um, – raise the caliber of guests that we have and not saying that any all of our guests have been phenomenal both of you have been on the show you know v and eric and of course you guys are on ceo talks every month but for a reason because you're dynamic Uh, but we wanted to keep ascending right and being at like when i was at the black enterprise entrepreneur Mm -hmm. summit uh conference you know having that conversation you know i'm sitting there at the table with uh Earl Graves, the, his son, yeah, who's Earl the Graves. founder he's of... Uh, oh, man, he's got yeah. stories for days. Right. But I'm sitting there <laughs> with his son at the lunch table, and I start telling him about Create Your Life Series. And he's like, what? He's like, dude, can you teach me how to... Po-? He's asking me all these questions. Then Matthew Knowles sits next to me, and I tell him about the Create Your Life Series. And he's like, you know, I'm like, you want to be interviewed? He's <laughs> like, yeah. And so we set it up. And so you have... People who are basically like, oh, you should be on a Create Your Life series. Create Your Life series is this. Create Your Life series is that. And mm-hmm. us being able to even move into having the, you know, the live event. Right. Like that's something that we're going to do every quarter. So just seeing the expansion of the brand and also having a team of people who are committed to seeing right. this thing grow. Right. That has been the most exciting thing this year, but also the most humbling. And... I would also say one of the other exciting things is is having conversations like today and having conversations consistently by stepping outside of my comfort zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I have to continue to grow. 
yep. in order to take right. create your life and make it what it can be. Right. And that that's even as simple as us, you know, we might end up switching, you know, directions or and things like that in the future. And so just being open to it and open to the feedback that my team provides me in order to go. So I personally feel like I'm a different Kevin than I was in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, with still so much room to uh, to grow. So the the whole year has been exciting, man, through the challenges Yay. and, and, the, and mm-hmm. the triumph. So mm-hmm. just very humble. What about you, V? What's up, V? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I had a list of, like, things I've just been excited about. I haven't slept for two days. I'm running off <laughs> adrenaline, and I'm so excited. So the new website for Saver V, like, y'all, it's lit. It's nice. like the countdown <laughs> clicker is up there right now. There's a couple hours left. It's about mm-hmm. to launch, and it finally looks like, the way I've always wanted it to look. You know, it's amazing. I don't want to give away all the tea because I want you to look on there. But um, (laughs) the new website is up there. Amazing photos. Like, it looks like you want to eat out of the page. So I'm super excited about that. Um, Another thing I told you, I was, you know, engaging with my customers more, you know, checking in with them, responding to them on Instagram. And Facebook ads have really changed my life. Like, I am now swearing on Facebook ads because you can – uh, get your niche market and target them. Like I want to reach women ages 18 to 35 in this city who say that they like cakes and cupcakes and stuff. So that's another thing I implemented in my business that has been quick, super life Quick stat on that. Mm-hmm. The growth in terms of digital advertising, mm-hmm. 90% of the growth went to Facebook and Google. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Why? Like, because they can track you everywhere. changed yeah. my business. I love it. It's it's amazing. Like, you're able to see who's genuinely interested in mm-hmm. your product. It's not like the wild goose chase that it used to be where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to have this event and I'm going to throw this up here. And I don't know if these people are really interested in it. You're really able to target it. So right. that's one thing that's helped me. Another thing I'm going to do um, now that all the new awesome things are happening and we got a good steamroll train going here. Um, I'm going to work more on securing sponsors for the website because mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the point of having a website and a blog mm-hmm. and not having sponsors? So I'm setting it up, you know, for the end game so that I can have sponsors on the website and great advertisers. And I'm also going to work on pitching and PR a lot more um, mm-hmm. this year. So that's what I'm focused on for next quarter. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. In yeah. terms of... um. Uh, one thing, if you guys are entrepreneurs out there and you're looking to reach your end clientele, Facebook has this thing called lookalike. And basically, you can take the people who actually converted with your ad, figure out who mm-hmm. they are, and then create a lookalike demographic based off of that. So if one person in, in Maine who is 65 years old and, you know, is an empty nester type situation. These are the things they post. These are the things they like. All of that is tracked by Facebook. Wow. You can then say, this person purchased my my product. Let me go find all the other people in the same area who have the same interests and look alike from a demographic perspective and interest perspective. And that way you're qualifying your, um, your, your current uh, advertising audience even more based on someone who's already purchased. And that's why Facebook and, and Google are just eating, completely eating the advertising <laughs> yes. game right now. <laughs> it crazy. is amazing. <laughs> I'm in love with it. They've changed my life. So I'm a Facebook head. I'm like, Facebook, Google, I'm your boo. Because I'm excited <laughs> about what they've done for me. <laughs> it's definitely a worthwhile endeavor if you're 
looking to improve your bottom line and as a business. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, one of the last questions, I guess, and we can keep it organic after that is, <clears throat> based on everything you've learned this year, based on everything you've tried to implement, has there been or will there be any pivots, fairly new pivots that you've decided to make in order to further your success? Um, mm, I'm, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, V. <laughs> you seem excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so excited, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not contained. A pivot I've made recently, I've always turned people down when it's come to business coaching and consulting. I'm like, no, I don't, because if you screw up something, I don't want you saying V helped you <laughs> screw up something. Um, I have three clients right now, and it has been amazing. It's given me a new excitement for business because I'm mm. seeing their new idea come to life. And I remember what it was like when I first got a business license or you first bought a domain. It was like, oh, I'm doing something. I'm so excited. And I'm like getting recharged off of their excitement and helping them do things the right way on paperwork. Hey, let's go get your sales tax license. Hey, let's sell this wholesale. You know, things like that. Um, and The student so becomes excited. the master, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, you know, teaching them as big sensei and little sensei. So I'm super excited about it. It's amazing. So, um, that's a pivot because I always said no. And what happened, I was on a panel and a young lady tracked me down and she said, I'm not leaving until you coach me and I don't care how much it costs. And her persistence really moved me and she's flourishing now. So um, wow. never say never. That was a pivot for me. And now mm-hmm. I'm super excited about coaching more people in the future. So that's one of my pivots. Yeah, that's awesome. I was on a um, a venture capital cruise a couple days ago, and uh, this I, I sat down, and that's that's one of the important things that uh, we've talked about in the past is yeah. everybody you meet has some value, and you just Absolutely. need to humble yourself enough to be able to see it, right? Mm-hmm. And even if it's not a humble, it's not a, a an act of humbling yourself. It's all it could be an act of courage. Just get out there and meet new people, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. I'm on this boat and walking around, and a few people are in conversations, and I bump into somebody, and they say, "Just hey, come over and sit down and talk to me." I come over and sit down, <laughs> and they're doing phenomenal things. You know, they're they're a, it was an investment um, vehicle for diamond the diamond trade. Mm. Um, and so this individual owned a, uh, a mine in Sierra Leone and they were basically taking investment and allowing you to do a, a very quick short-term investment type loan situation through their company, which is the diamond trade. And as you can imagine, there's an extreme markup in the, the diamond right. yeah. industry. And so <clears throat> I'm talking to this person, someone else comes and sits down because they know them and they say, Hey, listen, you should make sure you talk to him. And so there's this other individual I spoke with. His name was Fred. Fred was, you, you don't understand how much experience and how much uh, a, a person, how, how valuable a person can be until they open their mouth and tell you. So this mm-hmm. particular individual, and I'll tell you the breadth of his experience in life. Not only is he indirect, was he indirectly involved with the Manhattan Project, he's also fairly involved with most of the most recent presidential election campaigns. You know, he's, oh, wow. he's, and he's just a thought leader. He's, uh, he comes from like a physical um, uh, or a quantum physics background. Uh, he has a financial background. And you know what he needed? He needed a website. That's all he mm. needed. Wow. And so when it comes down to, all right, this person's extremely valuable, 
that humbling feature, that's like, you know what? I'm going to bring myself down and I'll help you with this particular website just so I can build a relationship with you. I have no idea how you can help me. I just know that you can. Right. So I'm going to do right. what it takes to make you know that I'm going to put in the work to make sure this relationship is strong and healthy. So I was like, listen, whatever you need, I'll build that website. Right. And that, right. that's funny. The CEO and your background, you have an I have IT web background. development background. Right. Yeah. So you, you're going, you know, not backwards, but you're. you're yeah, there's no you, sweat off humility. my back to exactly. get it done. But, you know, yeah. I wouldn't even get paid for it. I wouldn't, I, because it would take me literally an hour if he gave me the right requirements. Yeah. But his, right. just based on that one conversation, we were, we, they literally had to kick us off the boat, bruh. <laughs> That's how long the conversation awesome. lasted. The cruise had docked, and they were like, please leave. No, 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 seriously, please leave. And I, I didn't want to get up because he didn't get up. <laughs> wow. And so that this the same thing. Matthew Knowles is sitting right next to you, yeah. you know, or Grave's son is sitting right next to you. It's just an um, it, being able to get out there and put yourself out there. It's just worthwhile. And funny that you said that, because what happened was is he wanted he wanted information about podcasting. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. he used to work in radio a little bit, something like that. And so I say, no problem. I'll make time for you at the conference. Because I didn't know who he was, but then when I put two and two together, I'm like, okay, this might be, right. you know, somebody good to uh, to converse with. Right. So then I'm literally, uh, I'm standing by the escalator, and he's coming down the escalator, dressed casually, and I say, you still want to grab, you know, coffee and talk about podcasts, and I'd be happy to tell you anything, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, mm-hmm. yeah, can you meet me in about 20, 30 minutes? I said, no problem. I went down, had lunch. He calls me. I'm having lunch, and I'm finishing up, and he's like, you ready to meet? I'm like, yeah. He says, oh, well, I'm a, I'll meet you at the restaurant down the, down the hall. Right. That restaurant was closed. He ended up coming back my way. I literally sat down with this dude. I told him podcasting A to Z. Mm-hmm. That was probably for about two hours. We mm-hmm. just sat there talking and talking about life and stuff. I literally sat there and had a six-hour conversation with that man. Wow. A six-hour wow. conversation. And it really just came based upon me giving, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, to him mm-hmm. the knowledge and stuff like that and being like, yo, you mm-hmm. know what? I will help you implement this if you are if you're ready you know what right. i mean or right. matter of fact mm-hmm. i'll help you get ready anything that you need i'm more than willing to help you and so from that we got a couple projects like because you know i wrote um debt free college academy yep. is one of my companies yep. and the curriculum for the classrooms is there and ready and available like it's literally right there sitting on the shelf he's right. like you know what i know somebody that that's what the oh company does goodness. i'm like what <laughs> what that's amazing yeah. so um it was just interesting, man, just to be there and being able to provide value. All it took was a conversation of me being, you know, willing and open to share, you know, my expertise with him. Mm-hmm. And then us being able to build that genuine relationship. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, we was definitely chopping it up and talking a little bit of mess. Right. Um, you know, about life and just experiences and stuff <laughs> like that, man. And he he texted me the other day um, about getting him getting himself back on radio and stuff and so it was just really organic and i think that that's one something that happened mm-hmm. in your conversation too mm-hmm. eric and i know that's something that you man you just embody that v yeah you know the, the <laughs> organic um the organic or the relationship building, yeah relationship you know? building but from a genuine perspective because that matters um mm-hmm. bring authenticity and then look to value everybody right and it's not right. always about the take Right. You know, exactly. it's definitely about the give. Exactly. And I think look area, to give first. Absolutely. Right, look to give first. And the area that we're looking to uh, to pivot into more is we have a, a ton of video content. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tape every episode of Create Your Life. So we're definitely going to move more towards uh, doing things in video mm-hmm. um, as the as the year progresses and really putting out, you know, this video so people can not only hear us on the podcast, which is now downloaded in over 150 countries. Nice. Um, and our 
download numbers have definitely um, risen mm -hmm. dramatically. Um, but we also want people to be able to see us in 3D, you know, see yeah. see our pretty faces, you know. Yeah, just like seeing that cake on that in that image. Exactly. Seeing a person, <laughs> it, it just helps you build a better right. relationship. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in terms of pivoting for me, it was definitely, um, you know, and I think this is something we're still tackling in terms of the best way to do it, but we're looking to pivot more into one essential business line mm -hmm. so that we can focus mm -hmm. all our resources there. It's the more valuable business line and that we've done a lot of the backbreaking work previously in order to set up the opportunities. So once everything starts kicking off, most likely I may be moving towards shutting down the other business line just so it's no longer mm -hmm. becomes a distraction mm -hmm. because legacy customers, um, can you know take time and energy up uh, based off of that so we're just focusing on clearing the deck so that where we're driving is uh, there's one destination in terms of where we're driving the company mm -hmm. and that way we can focus all our energy there and push uh beyond our wildest dreams um and so you know i don't know if um v you have any any other statements to to just give the public and whatnot you know, we want to wrap up just final a little thoughts. bit. A little final thoughts in final terms thoughts, of CEO 30 seconds. talks. Go, uh, go. 2016, guess, 2017, guess half year. final thoughts would be um, to stay inspired and know your value. Mm -hmm. I actually thought I was, you know, charging what I was worth in regards to different things like, you know, consulting now that I'm doing this stuff. And I encountered a book that has been changing my life that's called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And it's changed my life because it goes over – your values, what you feel about money, how you've seen people handle money in the past, and what you think about your self-worth and self-esteem. So if you're in, you know, free Audible book, your first download is free. I am <laughs> plugging Jensen Farrell today because it's just so dope and it's been yes. life-changing. So you are a badass at making money. Would definitely change your life if you're figuring out what to charge, am I worth this, things like that. So, and also stay inspired. I've been doing things to just keep myself inspired, whether that's just going mm -hmm. to meet a girlfriend for a cocktail and just having good conversation, mm -hmm. unplugging sometimes from the business so the that lab. I can stay yep. creative and in the flow. So that's my little 30 second pick me up. Okay. I'm sure it was only like 15 seconds. But <laughs> that's all <I> <laughs> yeah. My 30 second is um, constantly pour into yourself and then constantly pour into others. So whatever yeah. it is that you want to do, go learn more about it. Um, but then don't 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 silo yourself there. Just build, make yourself a multi-dimensional creature, and you'll be able to see things in a new light and bring more value into your business. And then just value others. Mm. I guess my mine would be number one: do the work. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Never shy away from that which you must learn. Mm. It's something that I heard uh, recently. I forget who said it, but. You got to do the work, you know, and you can't run away from it. Even if you try to, you're going to end up back at that lesson. So uh, right. do the work and go ahead and step out of that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just sometimes you just got to take the risk. And it's going gonna to be whatever it's going to be. Right. And to be honest with you, if you say that it's going to be a positive experience, then you'll find a positivity in it. And if you say that it's going to mm -hmm. be negative, then you're going to find a negativity yep. in it. Yep. And so I think that that's what's really big and what's really important. So... I guess this concludes man, quick CEO hour. Talks. Yeah, quick hour, man. I feel like we might need to do this off <laughs> yeah, air so that we could that just amazing. talk for the next two hours. Bad. I had like 
few more questions, so I'll just save them or add them, add them because I was supposed to send them before, so I'll do that. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could pick this back up, mm-hmm. but uh, beautiful people, thank you so much for your time. It's Create Your Life series. I got Eric Fonjan, CEO of Itelio, V Tabron, CEO of Saver V, and we are out. Beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode of the Create Your Life series, be sure to download it from our podcast, which is available on createyourlifeseries.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Music. Also, be sure to leave a review of the podcast. You can catch us live on Sundays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via 90.3 FM in New York or on Facebook Live at facebook.com backslash kevbrown1. We encourage you to participate in the conversation on Facebook or call in at 212-650-6903. Follow us on Instagram at CYL Series and at Kevin Y. Brown. Be blessed, and we'll see you back here live next week. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life. Create your life.